this was so scary because it said incoming ballistic missile seek shelter immediately this is not a drill That's my mom, Lily, who received this message on her phone on Saturday, January 13th, 2018, at around 8 in the morning. On this day, all Hawaii residents and visitors woke up to a terrifying emergency alert on their cell phones. The Hess family was one of the many Oahu families impacted by this experience. This is not a drill. If you are indoors, stay indoors. If you are outdoors, seek immediate shelter in a building. Remain indoors well away from windows. Like right when I woke up, I was like, everyone's like on edge. It was weird. Like I could tell like something was just like definitely off. And then I was like kind of freaking out after they said that because I was like, I don't want to get blown up. Just speaking was my snarky younger brother, Campbell, classic brother. At the time, Campbell was just 13 years old. On this particular Sunday morning, he woke up to the sound of his anxious family members, me included, believing that there was a real possibility that these may be our last few minutes on Earth. There had been a lot of stuff going on with Korea, and there had been a lot of discussions that Hawaii was the closest target if they were going to try to shoot a missile. So that's all in our head. It's been in the news. People were sort of, I guess, at the right point mentally to think, holy crap, maybe this is real. Maybe it's real. Yeah, I definitely thought it was real. I mean, I feel like everyone thought it was real. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of stressful. I definitely was, like, super scared. And, like, I thought I would die. But then I, like, started to think about it more. And I was like, okay, would I die? And then as time, like, kept going on, and it started to seem, like, more like, okay, like, maybe this is a mistake. In addition to my mom and brother, I also believed the alert was real because of the escalating tensions between North Korea and the United States with threats of nuclear weapons. Luckily, the alert wasn't real. It was an accident caused by a Hawaii Emergency Management Agency employee pressing the wrong button during a routine drill. The funniest part about it was most of the stress caused by the mistake could have been avoided if our governor, David Ige, had remembered his Twitter password. Our governor was informed that the missile alert was a mistake just two minutes after the message was sent out, but he couldn't access his Twitter and let the public know it was a false alarm for more than 15 minutes. It took 38 minutes and 13 seconds for the alert to be officially retracted. Though the alert was a mistake, those few minutes of unknown were an experience like no other. I think given eight to 20 minutes, that's even worse because then you, you're just waiting and wondering, but you don't have time to make any sort of contingency plan of getting somewhere or being somewhere safe or, you know, do we have gas masks? Is that what it's going to run? You know, is that what it's going to come down to? So you're in this weird little sort of no man's land of eight to 20 minutes, which doesn't give you time to do anything except panic. It's what we all did, and it forced us to grapple with the frightening possibility that our lives might be snuffed out before we could really even process what was going on. (laughs) But it was funny, like the way how everybody's brain sort of does something different to process being frightened, I guess, is what you're doing. You're processing, technically, you could be processing, this is it, like this is the last day I'm going to be alive. Your body doesn't accept it. Like, And I don't know if maybe even if you're 
crashing in an airplane if you like until the minute you're dead you're like no this can't be actually happened there's no way this could actually be happening so i think that the the brain itself doesn't allow that i think that what what your brain does is think there's got to be a mistake there's no way this is happening and so then you just start planning like okay what do we do next though the hess family all process this experience differently one feeling was consistent throughout the whole ordeal If we were going to die, it would suck, but at least we would all be together. Afterwards, everyone was just like so like in shock from what happened that it seemed like everyone was more like nice and easy going just like in general. Everyone was just like like shared that common experience and everyone like thought they're going to die and then it makes them like it makes them like think about like what's important to them. For us it seems like every, like our family was like happy to like be with each other afterwards you know This feeling was especially prominent for my mom Lily an extreme mama bear who would go to great lengths to protect her children I remember one time during a run-in with a real bear at Lake Shasta my mom was the first one to grab pots and pans and scream go away bear but that's a story for another time I was so happy that we were all together at the house because yeah your first instinct is okay where are my kids and that's why we went and we woke you up because of course you were sleeping we all need to be together when and if this happens and I don't want to be apart from my children After an experience like this the only possible next step for my family was to take some time to be outside and decompress That Sunday afternoon was a perfect boating day It was one of those rare days when the weather was so beautiful the bay looked like a lake Sunny with no wind. But just like our morning, our afternoon did not go as planned. Said we were going to go around and we start going out and it's gorgeous. You know, no clouds in the sky, but there was a decent swell. So of course I'm a nervous Nelly with the bigger swell. And then like from our house to up the street, a gigantic whale like breached right in the channel. We need to turn around. <laughs> We've already almost died once today. Let's let's not you know like go all the way around. I had never seen a whale that close before and I doubt I ever will again. The whale was giant and beautiful, but very well could have breached on top of our boat and caused serious injuries for my family and I. The juxtaposition of the majesticness of the creature and the dangers it could have posed for us was awe-inspiring and served as a reminder of the fleeting nature of life. I think we probably would have turned around anyways, but the whale made it like, "Nope, turn around, go back. Let's just chill. We don't need to be heroes today." There was no discussion. We were all like, "All right, turn around." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Saturday, January 13th, 2018. It's a day my family and I will never forget for as long as we live. This experience taught me how valuable the presence of loved ones are during times of uncertainty. Being faced with the possibility of death at such a young age was the most frightening situation I have ever dealt with in my short life. In a way, I am glad that this experience happened because it served as a reminder to appreciate every single moment that life has to offer. After all, it is evident now more than ever that tomorrow is never promised. <laughs>